0: Hey, good morning everybody. Welcome here. Welcome online, live on Facebook and YouTube. I had a first ever happen just a minute ago. I was in panic mode. I had my mask tangled around my microphone. I was like, keep singing, Tim, keep singing keep praying. (laughs) We got it done. It's on, it's on, and it's working. Uh, So it's just pandemic troubles, you know. Hey, so I want to talk to you about this idea of a guarantee. I like to research things like crazy. Before I buy them, I don't know if you're the same way, I, I will watch the thing that I think I want to buy and read it, research it, read reviews on it, think about it, pray about it, go back and redo that, and then I'll finally buy something. I'm not a real big, impulsive buyer, but one of the things I always look for is what's the warranty on it? What's the guarantee on it? And then when I see lifetime guarantee, I'm like, ooh, Really? Maybe. If it says craftsman on it, you can bank on it, right, men? You can bank on that. That's going to last you forever. It's going to survive anything you throw at it. But there's not too many of those out there. There's not too many lifetime guarantees. And I've heard other people say literally nothing is guaranteed in life. And that's probably something that we all feel a little bit over these past six months. There's a lot of uncertainty that we've experienced in the world and in our lives and I think that's why this message is more important than ever before because there, there is one guarantee that you can stake your life on. So I want to share this truth with you. If you are saved, then you are guaranteed. There's a guarantee on you, an eternal guarantee on you. You might be like, "Okay, me, I'm guaranteed?" What does that mean? Well, let's look at that together. I'm going to read to you a couple of verses in Ephesians 1. It says this in verse 13. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Us, what does all that mean? Well, first of all, I want to point you to that word sealed that's in that passage. The Greek word in the New Testament, the New Testament was originally written in Greek, and there's some really, really good, awesome words in the Greek New Testament that I geek out on, and this is one of them. The word is sfragizo. I'm going to name my next pet sfragizo, so that I can call him sfraggy. The original pet name, right? Sfragizo, this is such a meaty word because it will take me about 30 English words to describe what this means. It's how meaty it is. So sfragizo describes a process by which someone takes something he or she owns and places it in a package and seals it with hot wax along with its stamp of ownership. (laughs) That's what sfragizo means. And it's something that was done a lot in the first century. So again, if if I own this thing, whatever that is, I'm going to, and I want it to be delivered to someone, I would seal it closed with hot wax because, you know, they didn't have that licky thing on the envelopes back in the first century that had not been invented yet. So it's hot wax, it's pressed together, and then because it's mine, I will take my own insignia and push it into the wax, and people would see the symbol in that wax and say, oh, that, that's Bill Clark's package. That's his envelope. Whatever's in there belongs to him, okay? So this is how things were done in the first century. So what it means then when the Bible says that when we place our faith in Jesus, that we are sealed by his Holy Spirit, it means that God guarantees that we are his, we belong to Him, and that's huge. It's something that I have to remind myself often, wait, He's got me. I belong to Him. It's all good. It, that, I find that very comforting. I know we kind of talked about a little bit about that last week when we talked about how to be saved means to be purchased by God. It's like, okay, we're owned by God, and it sounds like it's a, not a very freeing thing to have someone own you, but it turns out it is the most freeing day, thing because of who owns us. The God of the universe who created you. He designed you. He knit you together the way he wanted you to be. And he loves you better than you can ever love yourself. And because of that, that's an ownership you want to bank on. So to be sealed means God guarantees we are his. Now, kids, you may not have been here last week, but if you were, you might remember this. I think one of the greatest movies ever created is Toy Story. And uh, how do we know that Woody the little cowboy doll, belongs to Andy. How do we know that? How do we know that? Let me hear you. There it is. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, come on. Andy wrote his name on the bottom of his boot. That's how we know that Woody belongs to Andy. I'm going to give a big shout out to my... Sound man, Chris Meter. he texted me after the first service and said, so Andy wrote his name on Woody's soul. God writes his name on our soul. Oh. Good job, Chris Lives well, well done. Yeah, that's a good joke. I mean, not joke. It's a good whatever that is. <laughs> but this is true. Now, I want you to think about that. That is so true that, that Woody, we knew he belonged to Andy because of that. The thing that God does to seal His ownership upon us is give us something even better. Not a physical marking, but His Holy Spirit. And that's a whole other sermon series. We've done a sermon series like that before. Talking about the Holy Spirit. This is a person. This is a manifestation of God Himself. He literally takes up residence within us when we place our faith in Jesus Christ. So that seal of ownership isn't a marking. Instead, it is His very presence with us. The Bible describes the Holy Spirit as the one who comforts us when we need it, the one who guides us when we need it, the one who tells us, hey, guess what? You're about to do the wrong thing. We sometimes ignore that, but it's there and you know it's there. That's the the person of the Holy Spirit within us. It's His mark of ownership on our lives and it's powerful. But that's not... Only what this means when the Bible teaches us that we're sealed by God, not only does it mean that we're guaranteed to be His, God guarantees that we will make it to our destination. Remember the package in the first century, closed together with hot wax, with the insignia pressed into it? This was a big deal for that courier who was going to take that package from that owner by seeing that seal on that package with his insignia or her insignia pressed into it, he knew this, I must get the contents of this package to its final destination with all the contents completely intact or I will be in big trouble. It was a big deal. It was a a better guarantee than that 50, 60 cent sticker that we put on our envelopes. I mean, this guy's life (laughs) depended upon him getting that package to the final destination. So that Greek word, is "fragizo," it means more than just this belongs to the owner. It means that the owner is guaranteeing that this package will make it to where he wants it to go. This is huge. God guarantees that he will make it to our destination. Let me say it like this. If you are saved, then you have God's personal guarantee that you will one day be in heaven with him forever. Guarantee you can bank on it. You can rest in it. You can have confidence in that. Where there's no other guarantees in life, and we've experienced it in the past few months, right? Will I get to do this? I don't know. Will I get to, Will this, can I attend this? I don't know. There's so much uncertainty, things that we took completely for granted over six months ago. Now we, we wonder about, but some things don't change. Some things are guaranteed. And one of those that's got an eternal guarantee on it is where your soul will end up if you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ. That is a powerful guarantee. Let me speak to my students and my young adults, and really for everybody, but especially you, because in your generation, in your age bracket, we're seeing, coming back from many surveys that have been done, especially in the past five years, that when you're asked, what is your religious affiliation? The most common uh, category checked is the word none, N-O-N-E. There's been articles written about the rise of of the nuns, the non-affiliated, those who don't declare a religious affiliation. And what that means, and people that are researching this are coming to understand that in this current culture that we're in, people are saying, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to believe. I don't, I don't know what's right, what's wrong. I don't know what's true and what's not true. And so I just don't affiliate at all. I, I might be spiritual, maybe. and There might be a God, maybe. But I just don't know. And I'm not sure I have to know. I'm not sure it matters even. And that's where things are. And that's a growing sentiment, especially among our students and our young adults. And I want to tell you something. I'm almost 50 years old. I know that doesn't make me the most wise and experienced person for sure but I've read a lot about religions, belief systems, cults. There's a bazillion of them all over our planet. And the one thing I will tell you that separates the gospel of Jesus Christ away from all those is we have an eternal guarantee of heaven from God himself. All the other stuff, sometimes they even sound very attractive, but when it comes down to it, what you are signing up for in these other belief systems and religions and cults is, you know, I can live my life like this. And if I live my life like this, if I do these things, or if I do more of these things than I do of these things, then maybe, just maybe, something good is ahead for me after death. Maybe. That doesn't sound like a guarantee at all, does it? But God offers you a guarantee that if you place your faith in Jesus Christ, you are His forever, and you will be with Him forever in heaven. And it's not because of anything you've done. It's because of everything He did through Jesus Christ. (laughs) You ever wonder, like, why do we get together in a place like this and sing praises of worship to God because it's, it's not a tradition, and maybe it's become one. It's not a habit, but yet it becomes one. It's because, oh my goodness, God is awesome. In a world in which there are no guarantees in life, in a world where human beings since the beginning of humanity have been trying to create something they can hang their hat on, all these other religions and belief systems, we have this from the Bible. God's Word. A book that stood the test of time. There's no other book like it. And yet it takes faith to believe it and accept it as God's Word. But if you do that and you read this, you'll come to learn this. You can't guarantee this. But God has guaranteed it through His Son, Jesus. And once you believe in it, friends, it will change your life. It will blow your mind. It changes everything. I want to read to you something Paul says later in this very same book of the Bible in Ephesians. It's almost as if as he's describing this guarantee that comes with the gospel of Jesus Christ for those who believe in it, as he's describing it, it's almost like he becomes overwhelmed and he says these words in Ephesians 3.12. Because of Christ and our faith in Him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. Imagine that. Like, there are some situations where I still get a little nervous, you know, standing before someone. I I told a story earlier in this series about having to stand before a judge for the first time in Harlan County to ask him to let me off my first speeding ticket. But I remember thinking, I never want to be here again. I never want to do this again because I was completely scared and intimidated. Imagine, because of what God has done through Jesus Christ that you can appear before the judge of the universe with boldness and confidence. No dread, no fear. That's mind-blowing. Now, it takes faith to believe. Is that really true? Well, he says it's true in his word. He says this. This is kind of a weird moment in this passage. Paul says, So please don't lose heart because of my trials here. I am suffering for you, so you should feel honored. (laughs) You know, he, he has these moments where he's trying to convince the people, like, but wait, but, but you're suffering for your faith. This, this must, this shakes me. Like, wait, what about this guarantee? Paul's like, yeah, we're still going to suffer in this world, but we're still his, and we're still going to make it to our final destination. And he goes on to say this, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to Him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. And I too say, Amen. Paul's like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. What we have is so amazing. May we spend the rest of our lives living The guaranteed life is what he's basically saying here. That guaranteed life where we have this boldness and this confidence and this strength because no matter what happens to us or around us in this life, in this world, we are his and we will be with him forever. And nothing can take that away. And until we reach our final destination, may we be rooted in his love. And it says we'll never fully understand it, but may we start to try to comprehend how deep, how wide the love of God is. Friends, that is the guarantee to life. And everything we're going through right now, everything we're experiencing, no matter where you are, no matter what your emotions are, and there's so much around us right now that is causing us to have good days, bad days, weird days. I'm telling you this. God offers you a guarantee that you can put your soul on. And I would ask you today, have you done that? Have you taken that step of faith yet? Have you prayed and say, okay, God, I want you to save me. I want you to make me your child. I, I want to be yours. I want to be with you in heaven forever. The Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Jesus Christ himself said, whosoever believes in me will not perish but I have everlasting life. We make it so complicated. It is not complicated. And for some reason, people still say, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. And I'm hoping in this moment today, if you've never taken that step of faith, you will finally say, I want that. God will not force it on you. That's not love. That's not faith if he forces on you. That's programming. But he offers it freely to all who would just accept it and believe it. And he's offering it right now where you are. If you've never placed your trust in Jesus, I invite you in just a moment to pray and just right where you are, just pray and say, okay, God, I want to be saved. I want to be yours. And for those of you who are here who have done that, I did that decades ago, I needed to see this this week. (laughs) In a world where there's seemingly... Very few things that you can hang your hat on. An ever-changing world and environment right now. To be reminded that I have His Holy Spirit in me. God has written His name on my soul through His Holy Spirit. Why do I need to be afraid? <laughs> Why do I need to worry? We're going to still do it. But if we can take a moment to push aside all those circumstances and look at what He says in His Word, Oh, friends. We're so blessed. Christ is enough. He really is. And I'm hoping that maybe for those of you who've already placed your faith in Jesus, that God would restore within you today a little bit more joy, a little bit more strength in the midst of these circumstances. So let's go to him now in prayer. Ask him to do that for us. And while I'm praying, once again, if you've not placed your faith in Jesus yet, whether you're here in this room or you're watching or listening right now online, I invite you right now to stop what you're doing and call upon the name of the Lord and be saved today. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I cannot believe you've done all of this for us. What great love you have. God, sometimes I guarantee like this is so hard to believe that we walk away, but I pray right now that someone in this room, someone watching, someone listening, would know by that still small voice in their heart that you are wooing them to you, you are beckoning them to come to you, to walk towards you and have faith in you, to start living the guaranteed life. Lord, right now I pray that they would call upon your name and say, "Jesus, save me. I want to be yours. I want to be, I want to be guaranteed with you forever. I want to be adopted by you. I want to be acquitted by you." to be purchased by you, Lord, I want to be yours now and forevermore. Lord, thank you for reminding us that that's what you've done for us through your son, Jesus. And may you hear the prayers of those praying right now, asking you to save them and help them to know by praying that prayer in faith, that this is the day of their salvation. They are born again and they're yours forever. And Father, for those who've already done that, Lord, restore unto us the joy of our salvation. Remind us that your name is written on our soul forever by the power of your Holy Spirit. And may it give us boldness, confidence, strength, and peace. Father, thank you for teaching us this from your Word today. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you all for being here today. Thank you for listening to God's word. And if you've taken a step of faith today, or you want to take a step of faith, and you still need guidance in that. We want to know. We want to hear from you. All you have to do is take that rectangle that's in your pocket called a cell phone and text the word SAVED to our church number. Mm -hmm. 859-356-3162 We want to encourage you. We want to pray for you. We want to be a resource to you as you continue your journey of faith. All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for worshiping with us. And may you walk out of here with boldness and confidence that no, no matter what's going to happen later today or tomorrow, You are his forever. God bless y'all.